This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. May is just around the corner, which means it's almost Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. To start off this celebratory month, local artist Mia Park is hosting a storytelling event. It's called Let Me Tell You, Stories of Asian American Authenticity. This coming Monday in Uptown's Bazazian Library at 6 p.m. Now she's joining us to tell us a bit about storytelling. Hey, Mia, welcome to Reset. Oh, Sasha, hi. It is such an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. Uh, To start us off, tell us a bit about this event. What is Let Me Tell You, Stories of Asian American Authenticity? Oh, I'm so excited to share this with you. So the story event is, uh, it's about everybody. It's about all of us. But told through the Asian Pacific Islander Desi American lens. So uh, the process was that I applied for and was granted a neighborhood access program grant from DCASE, the Department of Cultural um, Events and Special Events. And uh, I live in Uptown, and there's a really high uh, population of Asian Americans in Uptown. So I partnered with our local library, uh, who also has their own independent Asian Pacific Islander American Heritage Month programming. Okay. So it's just about a big intersection of all these forces, civic forces, D-Case and me, the Uptown residents, and the library presenting this night. So the night looks like seven uh, Asian-American storytellers from a wide diaspora of humanity really making themselves vulnerable and connecting with very deeply important personal stories. That's awesome. Let's talk more about the uh, the name for the event, Mia. Give us the story there. I mean, at first glance, to me, when I see, you know, let me tell you, it kind of implies you know, it's time for us to tell our own stories. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that that came across because that was an intention with the title. So awesome. Yeah. The name exactly has that intention. Um, I thought of this name when I was applying for the grant when um, the Stop Asian Hate Movement was at its kind of height. It's still going on, but it was getting on a roll then. And, you know, we all know that there's been such an increased amount of anti-Asian sentiment and violence in Chicago and uptown in America. So I do think that that name is a little bit of a rallying call. It's a call to action for us Asian Americans to speak up and also for people to hear us. Yeah, t- tell us more, dig into that, that overall theme. I know you're, you're responding to, as you said, anti-Asian hate sentiment, sentiments here in Chicago and I'm sure around the world. Yeah, you know, first of all, we have to acknowledge that the Asian Pacific Islander Desi American diaspora is enormous. I mean, even globally, it's so much of the planet that it's hard to speak for just one corner of the culture. Um, I can speak about the Korean-American experience because that's my lived experience. So I certainly don't hope to blanket the whole thing to say that we're one monolith of a voice that needs to be heard. Right. Very important. Yeah, that's another part of the let me tell you. I tried to get a widest range of experiences in this one event to also show that we each need to hear each other within our community and, and at the world at large. That being said, to directly answer your question... For sure, there is this sometimes true stereotype that um, Asian-Americans tend to be a little more passive or more quiet um, or kind of holding emotions inside mm-hmm. as, exposed to, as, exposed, uh, as opposed to being more um, kind of declarative. Um, and that varies from culture to culture, household to household. But there is that 
kind of experience out there. And I do think it's time for us to shake that up within our own community and speak up. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking of the uh, the discrimination that's come about um, since uh, COVID-19 uh, was in existence, right? And then the last spring, those um, Atlanta spa shootings. Oh, it's horrible, yeah. And, um, and then sort of th- this feeling that since then you only hear so much about what's really happening to the Asian community. A lot of it is sort of taken a back seat. And I wonder how you feel about that. You know, I have an interesting, this actually involves NPR because I listened to WBEZ, longtime member, just saying. Okay, great. uh, Anyway, on the programming, actually just yesterday, there were an extra amount of Asian American stories uh, the, the the young poet laureate was uh, Korean American. There was a Chinese American experience from an NPR reporter, and I was so delighted and honestly surprised. And I'll be honest, almost a little embarrassed. Like, why are so many of our stories on the radio right now? Because normally we're not on. Mm-hmm. And I thought, is it because our month is coming up, or is just this a better sign of? trying to be more inclusive of all of our stories. So I was like, I, I, I have to admit, I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh, there's a lot of Asian on NPR today. And I think, I think to answer your question, I think it's a bit of both, to be honest, mm-hmm. right? There's always, you know, there's always a time to talk about certain things. But I think there is a, a, a concerted effort being made to put this out in the forefront more, much more. Um, considering the climate in Chicago right now, I wonder why you would say that this event um, is important specifically for this year's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Yeah, I think that things are building. I believe that there's a momentum to take advantage of the kind of hashtag stop Asian hate awareness that people have. And I think that now is a good time because we're coming a little bit out of the pandemic which means not only are we more kind of physically out and open, I'm hoping that our attitudes are a little bit more out and open. And unfortunately, because of the last president, there was a lot of misdirected uh, blame for the COVID-19 pandemic on Chinese populations. Asian Americans definitely felt that, even in Chicago. Um, So I think that now is a good time to show the other side of that, and show that we're vulnerable, strong, beautiful, hopeful, and sad, just like everyone else. And we've got stories to be heard. Yeah, and the other piece of your title for your event, authenticity, right? Why is bringing authenticity to storytelling so important? Because I think that it's so easy to to manipulate narratives these days. Social media is a huge culprit for that. You know, let me put this filter on and look, I'm a cat, you know, whatever it is. We can (laughs) manipulate our image and what we put out there so easily. But standing up there for 10 minutes talking about how you are authentic in your microcosmic issue, life issues, and in addition to living as an Asian American in Chicago right now, is a big challenge. And I'll tell you, when people hear somebody else's genuine, authentic story about themselves, it gives the listener an inspiration to be authentic themselves. 
And part of the intention of this is an individual and a collective shift towards more self-authenticity and community authenticity. Um, so I'm really hoping that when we hear each other's stories, we can honor our own stories better, and then the cycle continues and we grow together. Let's talk about Dr. Ada Cheng. Um, it's someone who teaches writing and the art of storytelling. Can you talk a bit about who she is and how she's helped with this event? Oh, yeah, she's amazing. So Dr. Chang has her own storytelling kind of uh, kingdom in Chicago. It's great. Uh, not just Asian-American-specific storytelling events, but many. So I encourage everyone to look her up. She also teaches storytelling classes. So as part of the grant, I was able to hire her to teach over Zoom a thorough four-week storytelling class, and every single participant was delightfully surprised with the extent of attention they got, not only with the actual craft of storytelling, but Dr. Cheng has a way of pulling out everyone's real story. Because again, it's easy to deflect even when we think we're saying something. Mm -hmm. She can encourage you to go even deeper. So she's been a great resource to Chicago. And um, yeah, mm. she's amazing. She's done a lot for storytelling in general. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with local Chicago artist Mia Park about her upcoming storytelling event called Let Me Tell You, Stories of Asian American Authenticity. You can attend the event at 6 p.m. this Monday in Uptown's Bazazian Library, or you can tune in through Zoom. Uh, you mentioned earlier, Mia, seven Asian American storytellers. Talk to us about some of these performers. What are the voices here that you're bringing to this event? Oh, sure. Wide diaspora. Uh, we have, there's immigrant populations, refugees, adopted, uh, LGBTQIA plus representation. One is transgendered. Um, there, and I hate to make this a laundry list, really, because we're all people that are complex, but this is just kind of some of the topics that are being discussed as well. Um, multiracial, biracial, mm -hmm. uh, some are parents, academics, business people. So it's a really interesting. It's really diverse. It's just, it's very diverse. Like there's one gentleman who's a refugee from Vietnam and another woman who's a refugee from Cambodia. So this is a rare opportunity for just those human beings to kind of have those special conversations. And give us a feel um, of what it's going to, when it's going to be like, uh, these performances. Is, are there going to be some maybe similar to spoken word poetry? Is that the feel? Kind of, a little bit. These are on book, meaning that there will be a podium and with pages on the podium. And some of these people are not performers. You know, some of them for sure are actors, um, writers who are used to kind of language and spoken language. But we also have a director, Daniela Wheelock, who is biracial. And she is encouraging each of these people to find a performer's voice. That was part of my intention, to have people come away with several skills for their own life empowerment. Like, great, now you can stand at a podium, read a 10-minute vulnerable story about yourself, and stand on two feet and do it. Yeah. So the, the whole thing is, um, it's really moving. It's a really wide range of stories being told, too. And might we expect a performance from you as well? I mean, you're also a widely recognized author. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm just a ham, but thanks. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, I will be emceeing. 
Uh, I do love getting in front of people and talking, but my job for now is to highlight these seven wonderful souls that are up there that are going to share themselves with us. So this is one night only. If if I was to chat with you on Tuesday, Mia, and, and I, I was to say to you, was last night a success? What would a success look like to you? Oh, you always ask such great questions. That's why I'm such a big fan of yours and oh, the thank show. You. Okay, fangirl moment done. Um, I think <laughs> what success. We looks love you like. too. <laughs> oh, I've got okay. to put it out there. I'm getting messages from uh, our, our my colleagues here at BEZ. We love Mia. So oh, I, we're we're, oh, we're yeah. fangirling over here too. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great! Yay, Chicago. Okay, so what success looks like is the seven storytellers getting their personal messages out clearly and feeling authentic. Also for the audience members to really listen and let themselves be affected and moved by these stories. Um, I think on one social media post, I said, I dare you not to be moved and not cry. (laughs) Um, And that's for tears of joy and for sorrow. Uh, I want to mention that the Chicago Public Library's theme for their Asian Pacific Islander American Heritage Month has to do with themes of mourning and loss. And I, I don't want to say that all Asian American experiences are always filled with mourning and loss, but that's definitely a part of our experiences. And when someone's talking openly about being on a refugee boat, or or coming here and facing violence because they are not Asian enough Mm -hmm. or too Asian. These stories move each of us. And success looks like, I said, everybody being affected by these truthful moments, performers and audience alike. Yeah. And some of these folks, as you mentioned, they aren't performers, you know, uh, before this. So are you giving them any advice to prepare? You know, it's interesting because one of our performers who's an actor actually was – you know, it's interesting because I'm an actress as well. So yes. it's different when you have your own lines to read as opposed to reading somebody else. You're a different character, right? So, you know, he needs to be told to slow down and be in the own moment of his own storytelling. So I think everybody could benefit from having a wise directorial eye like Daniela has to give feedback because it's a different ball game when it's just you, your story that you wrote on paper, yeah. and your voice. Go. All, all of a sudden, all those thoughts that you've had in your mind are public for, for people to, yeah. to hear and to possibly scrutinize or to embrace. That's right. And, and all of it, as long as it's authentic, it's all good. Yeah. Do folks need tickets for this event? They don't. So if they want to attend in person, they can just show up to Bazazian Library. It's close to Ainsley and Broadway in Chicago. Or you can go to my website, miapark.com, and there is a Zoom link there. They can watch from the comfort and safety of their home or join us. We're hoping to go for dim sum afterwards, and everyone can join us for that, too. (laughs) Oh, that sounds lovely. You think you'll do this again next year? I hope so. Yeah. Um, The same grant is open, and I hope to apply and get an even bigger reward to make this even bigger. That's great. What are you looking forward to most for this Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Oh, there's a lot of activity going on in the month. Again, always recognizing how large the diaspora is as far as cultural experiences, political voices. Um, I'm all about the food. 
<laughs> There's a you lot and me of food both. Events, you know, which are out there. Um, ChicagoAsianNetwork.com is a good resource to find the Chicago calendar of Asian American events this month. So I'm just looking for different civic events to attend. And that what I'm looking for, again, is just a wider representation of as many community members as possible, letting themselves be seen, whether it's cooking or, you know, speaking or having a dance event or Korean drumming. Um, just going out there supporting each other and just showing ourselves. That's wonderful. Mia Park is an artist and curator of the storytelling event, Let Me Tell You, Stories of Asian American Authenticity. You can attend the event this Monday. It's at 6 p.m. in Uptown's Bezazian Library, or you can also check out miapark.com for that Zoom link she mentioned. That is M-I-A-P-A-R-K.com. Thank you for talking with us, Mia. Good luck. Oh, my gosh. Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.